You are listening to Wow Wish Only Well Radio with your host, Siobhan Gross, marriage and family therapist, inspirational coach, and motivational speaker. Wow Radio Show is designed to encourage, inspire, and motivate you to be the best version of yourself. My guests and I come to educate and uplift. We come to Wow to help you get on and stay on your road to greater. Today is a good day to Wow. Wish only well all across the world. Let's go. Wherever you are in the world, good day, good people, good day, and welcome to Wow. Wish only well live television show where I am your host, Shervine Gross, marriage and family therapist, inspirational coach, and motivational speaker. It's Wednesday, guys. It is a wonderful Wednesday indeed. And you know what we do on Wednesdays. On Wednesdays, we come to WOW. And by WOW, I mean to wish only well all across the world. Listen, I am so excited, super excited about my special guest who is already in the studio backstage, ready to come out and get the conversation started. But before we do, you know how we do it, guys. We have to do justice by properly introducing our guests. So listen, also, before I introduce the guests, let me give a special shout out to my pastor, none other than Pastor Kevin R. Washington of the Stone Creek Baptist Church. Today is his birthday. Happy birthday to you, Pastor Washington. I hope your day is uh, full of blessings and that you are enjoying every, every minute of it. Um, so listen, guys, without further ado, let me go ahead on and introduce our guest uh, for today. Let me tell you all about him. So our guest for today is none other than Maurice Elks. He is a health coach who allows his devotion to the health and wellness of others guide him. Born and raised in Long Island, New York, Maurice always had a passion for athletics for as long as he could remember. Um, high school for him granting him access to an education that would enrich his enthusiasm, enthusiasm for sports science and allow him to flourish as an athlete. Maurice was titled an All-State Track and Field Athlete in his graduating year from Colpage High School, going forward to attend Suffolk County Community College. I'm sure I probably messed up his high school name. During his time at Suffolk, Maurice dedicated himself to attaining the knowledge that would help him with his true cause, um, a desire to help others struggling with their mental health. These mental health issues, Maurice learned, uh, were easier to manage with a firm knowledge and grasp of health and wellness, lifestyle changes, and nutrition. Interesting, but true. He graduated from Suffolk as a member of the Psi Phi Theta Honor Society, advancing with his degree to attend Stony Brook University as a psychology student. Maurice hopes to one day be able to use all of the skills and information he has gained in his education and experiences to better help those suffering from issues such as depression, anxiety, and other disadvantages so that others may understand and feel the same joy he finds in his personal training and athleticism. I told you guys, me and Wild too. So I am so excited to bring Maurice out so that we can get the conversation started. So without further ado, let's welcome to the Wild Wish Only Well live television show, Maurice, better known as Coach Mo Positivity. Hello, hello, hello. Uh-oh, Lord, I, I took you back off. <laughs> I'm, here, everybody. I'm here, I'm here. Oh my gosh, this is absolutely amazing. I love your introduction. You didn't mess up the, the high school a little bit. It was Copeg, Copeg High School. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, 
there. But yeah, it's definitely an honor to be here on the show this evening and afternoon. And I want to give honor to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yay, um, you know, say for, that. for connecting us. You know, I believe yeah. that the Holy Spirit leads all things. So mm -hmm. I'm feeling honored to be here today. But yeah, let's get the conversation going. <laughs> yes, get it going. I'm so excited about it. Um, listen, so you know, I talk with you. You're doing just some amazing things. So um, do you want to start off by just telling the guests how it is that you've kind of come to do what you do? Or do you want to jump right into Because I'm so excited about the program that you have um, okay. with married couples and how you help couples to become fit, uh, you know, um, you know, physically, mentally, you know, all the components that kind of come together. Mm -hmm. uh, sure that there's a healthy uh, relationship so i'm just really excited about that but I, I hate so i don't know how much time you need but i feel like that's something that is a worthy discussion absolutely absolutely i think it's much needed um before we go to the slides i guess i'll just give a brief background from the bio also to where i am now um i think we spoke about it previously i'm a year and a half married almost mm -hmm. eight months going on two years this congratulations is, yes yes and you know, that's what really truly inspired me to, you know, help couples because it was really big for me to, cre I created a PowerPoint for my wife and I before we got married to make sure that we prioritize not only our finances, mm -hmm. not only, you know, debt, you know, and money and our kids and, you know, our ministry, but also how are we going to take care of our health? And that's what led me to the slides that we are going to kind of briefly go through. I'll make sure it won't be too long so that we can have a really good, you know, dialogue. I'm around it. And of course, again, guys, this is just a little background on me. So I was a national track and field athlete. And from there, after becoming married, I realized that I put on a couple of extra pounds, nothing too major, but I did want to make sure that I stopped that before it began to get greater where I wasn't able to get back. So I went to make sure that I was like, okay, let me make sure that I take care of my health. And a lot of that with career, with ministry, business, you end up gaining weight and then you lose confidence, which could lead to depression, which could lead to, you know, sorts of many other things when you don't know what your identity and when you're not confident within yourself. And from there, I said, you know what, I'm just going to start to take care of me and my wife. You know, my wife started training um, consistently for about eight months, eight to nine months. She wasn't really big on the gym before then until, you know, we took that step together. And I said, you know what, I realized that it was helping us with, you know, our trust and our confidence together, you know, our intimacy and our marriage. And I said, this could definitely benefit other marriages and other company, other couples. So that's where, you know, I led to where we are now. And we can go back to, I guess, the beginning of this slide. And it really breaks down, you know, the problems, you know, within not taking care of your health and your relationship. And if you ever have, you know, any questions regarding that as well, you know, feel free to do that you know, continue to go along. So yeah, so again, you know, I help married couples, but within that you have a five-step process that's helping couples to lose weight. You know, I like to say get sexy and really reignite that intimacy because, you know, once you lose, once you're not confident within yourself, mm -hmm. I realize that you can lose confidence in your marriage. You can lose confidence with your significant other because it's not the person that you married in the beginning. And of course we all change, we all grow, but we got to be honest, physical attraction to our significant other is major and is a part of our relationship. It's not everything. I'm not saying it's everything. I know spiritually, it, that's everything, making sure that you keep Jesus Christ first. But, you know, if I didn't think my wife was attractive before we got married, 
you know, I probably wouldn't be here, right? So, <laughs> yeah. But um, again, I help married couples, busy husbands, newlyweds. So it's not just married couples, but there's different types of married couples. You have those that are just getting married and need to create that prioritization within their relationship. And then you have those that may be 20 years into the marriage, 15 years, five years into the marriage, where it's like, okay, we have to change some of the habits that you already created within your marriage in order to get to a place where you have that structure, a routine, that accountability, so that you can increase certain things like your sex drive in your relationship. Because one thing that I've learned is speaking to other individuals, when they open up, these things do matter to them, but you may not want to speak to your husband or your wife a lot. So if you are listening, hey, it's okay to speak to your wife. It's okay to speak to your husband and say, look, you know, our sex drive isn't where it was. You know, my body confidence isn't what I would like it to be. Because just by having that one conversation, it can encourage other person to get right. And again, it all comes down to creating that generational health for, for you, for your family, et cetera. And our- I don't know why it's going so fast. Let me go back to the oh, slides. It seemed to be going on its own. Sorry, after a while. No, it's okay. I actually have the ability to move it as well. So I was just- Oh, moving. okay. So let me let you do that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you'll be responsible for that. Because, yeah. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Okay. So, um, yeah. So the issue, we understand, right? After getting married, one big thing that happens is you feel like you have to be selfless. We hear it all the time. You don't want to be selfish in your marriage. And with that, sometimes we say, hey, I don't want to spend time taking care of my health, going to the gym because I got to cater to my husband or cater to my wife. I don't want to spend time, you know, eating healthy or cooking these meals when I could just go out and get fast food and spend that time at the dinner table with my family. So that's really the issue is feeling that you have to be selfless in order to, you know, at expense to your health. Right. You know, selfish in our mind is going to the gym. Some people consider that selfish. Hey, how are you going to the gym taking care of your body? And you're not, you know, spending time with me at home, you know, X, Y, Z. When you can stop that by just having a simple conversation on, hey, look, I'm doing this so that I can have the energy so that I can have that presence in our relationship when I get home. Because one thing us men specifically, right, we work all day and then we come home. And our wife wants to spend time with us, but we too tired, right? And sometimes we blame the job. Sometimes we blame our blame our responsibilities, but we don't look at what we're eating for lunch. We don't look at how we were eating for breakfast. We don't look like at how we were eating for dinner, right? And those are all aspects that have to do with your depletion in energy, right? If you take in the proper amount of nutrition, if you take in the proper amount of food, you can have the ability to spend quality time with your wife without falling asleep on the couch watching a movie right we we all we all know it we all see it and it is vice versa as long as you take care of your health and take care of your body you have the ability to do so so that's really the issue is not really prioritizing your health and that leads to other things loss of confidence low energy decreased intimacy because of a trickle down effect a snowball effect of not having the energy which leads to not spending enough time, which leads to maybe being overweight, being overweight, which leads to maybe not having the sex drive that you used to be, which right. then leads to, you know, a loss in confidence, which leads to a loss in trust, right? So it becomes a trickle down effect, all due to the fact of not prioritizing, you know, our body and our health. 
And, you know, there's certain things that happen if you don't change, right? If we don't change, you know, taking care of our body, I believe, you know, you end up maybe gaining more or losing that connectivity with your wife or with your, your significant other, right? And I've touched on all of these, right? Your, your relationship can get a little grayer at home, right? It might, you kind of just being complacent because you don't have the energy to really spend that time. So there's many different things that happen if you do not take care of your health, right? Sometimes we think it's being selfless. Sometimes we think that it doesn't matter. Sometimes we think we're doing a good thing by not taking care of our health because we enjoy and we have pleasure, mm -hmm. right? And not everything that seems good or feels good is necessarily good, uh, right? Yeah. It's that, you know, just yeah. from, you know, one thing I, I always like to go to is back in Adam and Eve. What messed up Adam and Eve was the fact that they did what? They ate something that they was not supposed to do. Wow. And I always like to take that, you know, analogy for us. Like just because it may seem good, right? doesn't necessarily mean that it's good for us. We have to be able to control our desires. But it really comes back down to not having the information and not having the knowledge in our past, right? And what does that mean? You kind of don't know the potential, right? Because you may have seen mom, you might have seen dad not take care of their health. So we don't even know because our bloodline, because our family wasn't healthy, that we have the ability to be slim or to be not just slim for aesthetics, but to be in a healthy position. We don't know that me being in shape, my wife being in shape, we can push each other, which brings that intimacy because we're both working together towards a goal, right? We're pushing through the pain and pressure, which can teach us something in our relationship and in our marriage. Like, hey, we did this together. We can do this together. It, yeah. it, transitions. it transitions to other parts of your relationship, right? We don't understand that we can lead our kids and our family down the path of generational health just by certain principles in our life in order to, you know, help them, right? One thing I always mention is what do doctors give a child or what do we give children because they do something good? We give them candy, we give them sweets. And what happens is when somebody's 25 and 30, right? Or say a baby's crying, we say, hey, you want a cookie? Right, what we're teaching them is that emotion of pain, that emotion of sadness, that emotion, or even you know something good, something that they have done that was good. Right, they associate that with sugar. They associate that with sweets. They associate that with things that are that aren't necessarily healthy for them. So you know, it all comes back down to you know just our past and you know just habits that we created over time. You know, I just want to interject. That makes me think about, um, I used to, uh, when my uh, children were receiving orthodontic services, mm -hmm. and um, at the end, after they would have their checkup or whatever, they would offer them a slush, um, what is it, a slush? A slushy. A drink, like the frozen drink or... Uh, or a cookie, like a choice of cookie. And I'm thinking like, wow, like <laughs> this is a dental office, essentially. I know that you guys specialize in orthodontic care, but we're paying to get their teeth right where they need to be. But you're offering sweets. So, yeah, that just made me think about that as you were talking about that. I love how you actually say generational health, because what we're hearing about now is, you know, uh, generational wealth, passing down generational wealth. And here it is also because, listen, we can't enjoy that wealth. When they say wealth, that they're talking mostly about 
um, you know, money and stuff of that nature, like things that you can all possess, right? And here you're talking about health, you know, being able to pass down good health to our children and our children's children. Uh, if you don't have good health, you're not going to be able to enjoy that wealth that you're working so hard to actually get. So I love it. And really, if you look at it, health is a part of that wealth, you know? So I love it. I love that concept of generational health. I just wanted to point that out. So continue on, Marcus. No, yeah, of course, of course. And that's really the potential, right? When you when you take that step to take care of your health, right? You have the ability to create that generational health to be able to pass down to your children, et cetera. And with that, you know, I created a path um, for couples to be able to reignite their intimacy in their relationship, be able to manage their time and be fit as well as take care of their body and take care of their relationship. And really, these are the big keys that couples should do or will, should strive to do. And we all know before we get married, right? What do we do or what? Should we do? We should set the tone. And that comes with communication by speaking to one another about goals, speaking to one another about how you want to raise your kids, speaking to somebody about how you want to take care of your finances, etc. But you have to do the same exact thing with your health. Not many couples have that conversation like, hey, how are we going to, you know, eat? How are we going to have our own meals? How are we going to, you know, prioritize their health? They may have conversations like, hey, who's going to cook? Who's going to cook tonight? You know, what are we going to eat tonight? But yeah. it's it's not being proactive on, hey, look, this is how we take care of our health. And I'm not saying it's going to be perfect all the time, right? But having that conversation leads to accountability from one another. Like, hey, look, we said that we were going to do X, Y, Z. Just like finances, not every couple is perfect with their finances. They have the conversation. They gear off. They say, hey, look, didn't we say we were going to do X, Y, Z? And then they get back on path. It's the same thing with your health. And from there, we all have habits. We got to break those habits. And I teach, you know, as individuals how to break habits and for anybody that's listening and you want to know what those habits are what some practical steps or tips it's really being aware you know being aware of your habits being aware of your triggers right i mentioned before emotions being aware of when you're taking that extra cookie or that extra extra ice cream etc extra meal being aware on what triggered you to have that meal right some of us it may be a long day after work. We're really stressed out. You're like, you know what? I need a really good, juicy burger tonight because work was just terrible. But you got to yeah. be aware of that emotion, which came from the fact that you're just stressed out, which your husband or your wife can help you out with, not just by food, but maybe in another way after you have a meal that can help with that specific um, weakness that you may have in that group. But once you and your partner are clear on that, that emotion or that specific whatever emotion or whatever trigger is, you guys can have a conversation and come up with a goal around it. So awareness is very, very important. And the, the, the final three, I'll do very quick so we can have some dialogue, but generation health, um, um, nutrition blueprint. I really use what I call the maker's diet or the maker's blueprint. And I believe that God gave us food and he, he created the food for a specific purpose, for a specific goal. And, you know, carbs, fats, proteins, some of those things in these diets that we follow, whether it's keto, whether it's uh, intermittent fasting, whether it's um, paleo, whatever diet, right? We feel like we have to take out carbs or take out fat. 
But the truth is God gave us those things for a reason, for a purpose, and it's for our bodies to have a certain amount of energy. And once we wrap that around our mind and we have the knowledge that we need to understand that, hey, you don't, you don't have to cut anything out. God said we can eat all things, right? But he also gave us biblical principles to follow for our health that we are to follow. And those are some things that I like to go through. And lastly, you have to reboot after you understand your triggers, after you set that communication, after you have the knowledge, you have to reset your mind. You have to recalibrate your mind. And I do that by saying, hey, guys, go on the 24-hour fast, right? Sometimes we, we, we don't fast and not just for physical reasons because God gave us fasting for a purpose. I like to explain that. And a lot of it has to do with denying our flesh. So when you're doing that, you're getting closer to God and you're also showing your body that, listen, you're, you don't control me, but the spirit controls you. And you don't do anything unless I tell you to, right? Um, Paul, you know, talks about, you know, his flesh and how he would train mm -hmm. in order to make sure that his, his flesh, you know, didn't kind of like, I don't, I'm paraphrasing here, but make sure that his flesh didn't take over. He would go right. through training in order to kind of show his, his flesh was false, right? And mm -hmm. saying, hey, look, you're not going to control me because we know that we don't want to be fleshly. And then lastly, it's just working out together, coming up with some type of plan resistance training. And that's really all you need. And I tell everybody, look, all you really need is a Netflix movie a week together to take care of your health. What does that mean? All you need is about two hours. If you watch a long movie, everybody watches Netflix, a two and a half hour movie, right, to take care of your health a week. And if you're watching Netflix during the week, and I know you are, whoever's listening, I know you watch Netflix, Hulu, or Pure Flix. I don't know which one you watch, but I know you watch something. And it's definitely going to be more than two hours a week, right? I, I think the average person watches like four hours of television a day, if I remember correctly. Don't quote me on it. Google it. You know, do research. But it's around that amount of time. So, yeah. And that, that's all I have for the slide. I hope that was good. You know, enough. I hope everybody have had gained some type of wisdom and knowledge. But yeah, you know, I'm I'm here to for dialogue in these last couple of minutes that we have and and, and questions that you want to highlight. I love it. Listen, before we move into dialogue, since you already have your information up and you've gone through like what your program will be like, uh, go ahead on and shout out to the guests so they can, you know, so that they will know how to connect with you um, after the show. If, uh, maybe they have some questions. How, how can they find you? Absolutely. So you can follow me on Instagram at coach, C-O-A-C-H dot mo positivity. M-O-P-O-S-I-T-I-V-I-T-Y. And that will be my hand, my handle. So coach.positivity on Instagram is probably the best way that you can contact with me. I also have a Facebook, which is just my name, Maurice Epps. And you'll see my, you know, maybe to you, nice face with the beard, you know, and that'll be my profile page. And my wife is also in the background too. You know, Yay. all together. Actually, you'll see that picture right there on the screen of us, and just say that because there's a lot of different Maurice Epps. So, IG Coach Mobile Positivity and Facebook Maurice Epps. That's how you can reach. Love out. it. I absolutely love it. It's so amazing that you even had the mindset to come up with, you know, that with just even being able to, you know, even before because you know I'm thinking about like. 
you know, I have to be honest, I never had that conversation with with my husband about, you know, what now we talk now, of course, uh, sure. but but we're trying to work backwards, how I, which is how most couples probably do it. You find yourself, life goes on. You know, I remember when I used to be, you know, in the single digits when I could wear, and then all of a sudden, you know, life happens and I've just been enjoying eating out, like being on the road, you know, we're doing all these things and then and so then we get to the point where now we're talking about, yeah, you know, we need to do this. We need to work out. We need to be more consistent. We need to do it together, um, that type of thing. But it's right. I love how, you know, you say that if you do that in the beginning, then it becomes like a habit and it is something that you do. And I love the statement where you have couples who um, train together, you, you know, couples who train together, stay together. Yeah. Um, so, you know, so I, I think that that's awesome. And I like how you said in the beginning, um, you know, if you start doing this together, because it's a challenge, it's not easy working out like when you first start. So if you can start doing this together, it's one thing that you know that you've accomplished, something that you do together. And so when you come up with another challenge, you can think back to like, oh, okay, so we worked through and we got over this challenge. I remember how challenging it was to eat right. I yeah. remember how challenging it was to give that two and a half hours uh, when I did just want to stay at home and watch Netflix or whatever it is, like you said, that you're watching, spending two and a half, five hours, eight hours, movie after movie after movie, right? Binge watching on TV or whatever. So yeah, I love that. I absolutely love it. Absolutely. absolutely. I think it's, it's common. Um, they say that around 85% of couples gain at least 10 plus pounds after getting into a relationship. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's just common, but I think we just have to have a little bit more conversation and talk about it in order mm -hmm. for it to really be, you know, understood. Again, like you mentioned before, everybody talks about generational wealth, but not, a, not enough about generational health and taking care of your body. And I also think it's really important, especially in the Christian community, um, you know, that we set an example as it pertains to our health, right? I think the world specifically, we have, I think they say one out of every one in two people are overweight and out of one in three people are obese. So, you know, with that, I always look at a scripture that says, be in the world, but not of it. But I think that having the conversation, you know, just in our community about how we can take care of our health can also be a way of shining light to the world on how the Holy Spirit can give us self-control as it pertains to our foods and the way that we eat. Because imagine if just all of us were just like, like Daniel and um, oh. the, 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 the Hebrew boys. Yes. And then they seen the difference, you know, of us, they seen the strength on the physical end as well. And it was like, yo, there's something different about you guys. I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. And we would be able to kind of minister to them on that level as well, just from mm -hmm. having that presence on eating what we know that the biblical principles of God, you know, gave us. And I'm not speaking from a place of, like, I know everything. I have my ways too. I'm a, I'm, I'm a sweet tooth guy, but I just <laughs> have this desire that we would, you know, kind of just at least be aware of it and have the conversation to be better, you know, yeah. perfect. Yeah. Improve. I think, yeah, yeah. And what 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 better way um, to be motivated to do something is to have your partner involved, right? Absolutely. Yeah, the person you know that's like the apple of your eye uh, should be the apple of your eye, and so just to have you know you guys wanting to work on this together um, to make sure you're healthier and that you maintain 
um, your body, right? Um, because there's so many benefits to it. It's more than just, I look great, in, you know, for women. I, I can identify with women. It's more than that. I look great in a bikini or, you know, in this outfit or whatever, but it's just so many of the health benefits that are tied to it, you know, um, it's likely to get sick, to have diabetes, you know, to have all of, of, of these significant or chronic uh, physical health issues. So, yeah, I just love when we come on and we have these types of conversations. These are important conversations mm -hmm. and they're conversations that need to be had. We already have less than three minutes in the show, but you've provided a wealth of information uh, for the uh, viewers out there. Um, and I hope that they will take advantage of the program. Sure. Listen, I need to take advantage of your program, too. Um, because I'm, I'm in that statistics of the ones that's gaining <laughs> some way, but I know that I'm not the only one, but I'm not embarrassed about it because it's just a fact. And it's something that I know, um, you know, that has happened. My husband and I talk about it all the time, what I was like, you know, prior to us getting married and even in the beginning of the marriage marriage and and how i am i think i'm more uh self uh critical about it than 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 he is and and so he's always saying well yeah but i need to do work too so we say it so we need to put more action you know we need to put more action you know behind it right <laughs> even the bible says faith without works is dead so we yeah. gotta can't keep saying it and believe that it's gonna happen you gotta put some fire behind it yeah <laughs> i want to encourage everybody too you know yeah everybody can change you know everybody yeah. can make you know you're not too far away from what you may think or believe as it pertains to your health and yeah. beside all that as long as anybody here um hey the lord my lord savior jesus christ I always want to give him honor before i end up doing anything that's the most important thing you know you know my goal is that people would see christ through me as i take care of my health and hey before taking care of your health, know that Christ can help you with the ability to take care of your health because he gives you the ability to be led by the Holy Spirit, to have the self-control, to take care of the way you eat. So as long as you reach out to him and you pray and you seek his face and you tell him your desires for your body and your health, he will be able to lead you in the way that you would have to go. And he just uses me as the vessel to do so. So I just hope that would, you know, help anybody, encourage anybody as we have a couple of seconds here, but I just wanted to get that out. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. This is a Christian network. I, I am a Christian a believer in Christ Jesus. So I love that you shared that. Thank you so much for coming Absolutely. on the show. I uh, hope that we'll be able to partner up and do some things. I just told you, I really need to do your <laughs> to get into your program. So thank you so much for coming aboard. Listen, guys, this is all our time uh, for this episode of Why Wish Only Well Live TV show. I am your host, Siobhan Gross, marriage and family therapist, inspirational coach and motivational speaker you heard it right here guys coach mo positivity so listen follow we ask that you like and share um for those of you who may be watching by social media um as today is a good day as in every day guys to wow and by wow i mean to wish only well and let's do that all across the world good night guys